0: Hello, I'm Jordan D. White. And I'm Stefan Lawrence. Welcome to the podcast where Stefan gets to watch every Friday the 13th movie for the first time. And Jordan gets to go deep
1: into one of his favorite movie series of all time. Horror fanatic beats Scaredy Cat for the ultimate binge watch. This is Nature Trail to Hell. <clears throat> all right. Hey, Jordan.
0: Hey, Stefan, How's it
1: going? It's good. How are you doing?
0: I'm excited for this. Let's do it.
1: Oh, all right. me too. Me too, me too. Um, so obviously this is the first episode of Nature Trail to Hell. Um, this came about because uh, you were posting something on Facebook about Friday the 13th. What was that?
0: I, I was just posting how much I wanted... To- do stuff about it because I, I just, I think about it too much and I want an excuse to think about it more. Uh, (laughs) And so I was like, I would, I like, I like, I'm tempted to try to do some sort of podcast about it and I just don't know how it works. And then you responded.
1: I, th- I think I pounced on you is what happened. I think I just jumped <laughs> in. And it was like, hey, d- don't don't you start a podcast with somebody else. I, I really want to watch Friday the 13th because I've never watched it. So let's kind of get into that a little bit. So first first off, for those, for those of you who don't know us, um, uh, I'm Stephen Lawrence. Uh, I'm a uh, creative director for theme parks and experiences. I live out in Los Angeles. Um, I've known Jordan for quite a while now, like uh, since, since New York days, 15 years ago. Yeah. I've been ago. around there, around there. <laughs> long, we, long, long time.
0: Yeah. Uh, Cause you were in a, a sketch comedy group that I loved and still, still
1: love. Uh, sure. You, you can always, always have a special place for, for them in a, in, in your heart. Uh, yeah. So I was in a sketch comedy group called Elephant Larry. And so you uh, would see you all the time at shows.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I am Jordan D. White. I am still in well, the New York area. I'm not in the city anymore. I'm up in New West York Hester. adjacent. Yes, exactly. Um I am a senior editor at Marvel Comics. I've been working at Marvel for well, I've been working at Marvel for fourteen years. so it must have been a little bit less than that that we that we that we met each other. It must have been more like, I don't know. 12, 13, when we met. Uh, At what, what point do you become a
1: senior editor?
0: When you've finished being an assistant editor and an associate editor and a no adjective editor <laughs> and are there for a very long time and do a lot of stuff, basically. And
1: what, what happens after senior?
0: <laughs> there are executive editors, and then there's the editor-in-chief, um, which is well, which is really a, a kind of a totally different position, but executive editor is... Anyway, yes, that is the So, so eventually level. you
1: will become the editor-in-chief is what you're saying, right? You'll climb uh, the ladder and you will become <laughs> editor-in-chief of Marvel Comics is what you're saying. That's that what is
0: I'm not necessarily the case. Uh, it's,
1: it's like, that's the ladder, right? That's the ladder.
0: That, well, like I said, it's also a different job. Like you don't actually <laughs> get to edit comics anymore then. And I, I kind of actually like making comics a lot.
1: Yeah. But you also like horror movies.
0: I I do. I love them. Um, Let's talk about that a little bit. So so uh, I got into horror movies in, well, I can tell you what year. I just will have to Google what year Scream came out. Was that 97? I think it was 97. Was
1: um, it? I thought it was 95, but maybe not. Okay. I,
0: yeah, I, th- I don't think it was 95. But I, I saw Scream. Uh, at the time, uh, I was working at a movie theater uh, on and off, part-time. And uh, I would go there to watch movies on days when I wasn't working. And... As a result, I saw Scream kind of later in its run in a theater with, I think, one other person in it in the middle of the day. And I was completely alone. I wasn't with any friends. I was just watching this horror movie by myself, and I got completely and fully absorbed in it mentally. Like, I was living in the world of the movie, and it profoundly affected me and made me want to watch horror movies nonstop. Uh, So because of the West... Oh, go ahead.
1: Is is that what then happened, That, that you just started just getting any anything you can get your hands on or yeah was it i mean gradual or
0: well it was i guess it was a little gradual like i mean i well first of all I was, I was following the movies that would come out right then because if you remember that kind of started a a little uh 90s late 90s slasher craze so shortly thereafter i know what you did last summer which at the time i thought was brilliant and i've since watched a, a few times and went oh it's not oh as brilliant as I thought it was. There's actually a TV show of it about to come out. So we'll see if I watch it again.
1: Well, it was that Kevin Williamson boomlet.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, where mm-hmm.
1: everybody had smart ass meta dialogue about everything.
0: <laughs> but I was listen, I love meta things too. So Scream was Scream was right up my alley. And, and that's the other thing. Some people, some people watch Scream and are like, that movie's hilarious. And I'm like, oh yeah, 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 sure. Of course it is. Like, it's there's funny parts in it. No denying that. But, like I said, I was living that movie when I watched it. I was, it was I was in it and I was wholly committed to the reality of the film. So, yes, everybody's a little flip, eh, eh, but I was just like, yeah, that's how we are now. That's how we, we're just all the flip when our friends die. That's what happens. And it, I was so just... <laughs>
1: a- accurate to your ironic experience of the 90s.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I loved it. So, through that, because it was Wes Craven, that got me to try out uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. And that became my first like real big deep obsession because at the time, all of the Friday the Third 30- nope let's try again all of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, except for Freddy vs Jason and the remake, which is not good, uh, were already out. So I I was able to watch them pretty quickly in quick succession and just I,
1: nonstop.
0: Oh, yeah. I went over the moon that I I had this was in the time of VHS so uh, I, I had I remember I had Nightmare on Elm Street one on VHS before I eventually then bought the entire box set of Freddy uh, movies on on VHS. But I had Nightmare one on on VHS and I would watch it. I would put it on while I was writing papers. Like I would just be like, yep, there's my TV with Nightmare on Elm Street playing. And now I'm it's like write... putting on
1: the radio, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah it's Background music. OK, A-
0: absolutely. And I, I and again, that's another movie that uh, I loved I mean, I, I, it's hard to describe what I mean exactly, but I loved the texture of it. I loved like putting it on and just kind of like living in it th- through the, the movie. Like th- there's a few movies that have done that to me over the years, and that was another one. And so I, I went crazy over it. I watched I at some I, more than once. I have watched all of those six, six, seven, seven, seven. Elm Street movies uh, in a row, like in one day. More oh. than once, <laughs> um, but back then I don't know why, but I did not touch Friday the 13th. I was I was not interested. I was not going anywhere near it because it just felt too different. It was like, oh no, that's like a weird, I don't know. It's like a, even though it's, it's a slasher, like I should have been like, of course, but I was like, nah, I don't, it's not for me. Um, I, I, was I don't want
1: to watch this iconic horror franchise.
0: Listen, I can't tell you how wrong I was. So fast forward many years later to after I had graduated college and was uh, in my year between uh, my undergrad and going back for grad school and and being a, 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 a substitute teacher sometimes. Uh, and I didn't have a lot to do with my time while my wife was studying for, for pre-med stuff. So I was like, well, I'm just going to, we literally had a movie movie theater, I'm sorry, we literally had a video store like across the street from us. So I was like, I was gonna Oh no,
1: it's like, it's like a dealer on your corner. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes. And so eventually I went in for it and I, um, over the course of like a, like a month or so probably watched all of these movies while my wife was in her office studying for, for med- medical stuff, med school stuff. Um, and I went over the moon for them. Um, well, let me, let me rephrase that. I went over the moon for them as a whole. Some of them are amazing. Some of them are pretty freaking terrible. But as but even so, I have watched all of these, I don't know, at least four or five times each, and the the better ones more than that.
1: So, right. So, and, and don't tell me which ones are the better ones. No, so no. So no. we'll, we'll, we'll keep that a secret. I'm just going to assume they're all masterpieces. Oh, they're, I'm gonna they, go uh, of to, course. going to go to each one, assuming that they're all all masterpieces.
0: All right. Well, actually, you know what? I do have one confession to make now that I've said this, because I forgot. I actually saw one Friday the 13th movie in the movie theater before this. So I did not, I watched them all in order except for one, which was the one that came out, because again, I was mostly seeing horror movies that would come out, I'd go, yeah, sure. I'll see that. Um, so for the listeners who have seen everything, they will know what this means, but we'll, we'll, we won't talk about what I thought of it until we get there. I saw Jason X first. That was the first Friday the 13th movie I ever saw was Jason X in the theater. When it came out, I'll be silent about my opinion. On before
1: ever all the other movies before
0: any of the other ones, just before out of context. Okay. Yeah. Cause again, I was like, well, whatever it's out, it's coming out. Like, they're not it's 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 the x is for 10 like just to make sure that's clear the x is right. for 10 like i was like they're not going to actually expect you have to have watched nine movies to see this movie like that's not how the world worked back then um right
1: right you wouldn't assume that it's because it's deep fan lore and right, right. complicated storylines or you have to know these things yeah
0: yeah so i just went yeah i'm doing this and i watched it that was the first one i ever saw but then I, like i said i went back watched all the other ones uh and yeah i'm just I, I still love Nightmare on Elm Street. I still love it. But for some reason, I'm Jason has kind of taken Freddy's place in my brain. Like I, I think about these Friday movies more than I think about the Nightmare movies. Um, and when you say you think about
1: them, are you, does that mean that you're just like taking a shower in the morning and you're just like, ah, that oh time man. Jason took Manhattan?
0: Y- yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes, there. Uh, th- this is one of those series. Like this one, I think about a lot. The another another one, it's going to be random for people, but the Purge movies. I thought I've thought about the Purge movies probably more than any person on Earth, other than the guy who invented them and wrote all of them, but other than him.
1: Uh, is it? that a tour series? <laughs> it, is The Purge an tour series?
0: It is. You will be shocked to learn all of the films are written by the same guy, and I think he Listen, directed. And it I have one him, idea I
1: want to convey. Yeah,
0: it's pretty amazing. Um, that said, I also don't think the last one was very good. But there you are. I've thought about those movies an insane amount, and and the same with this. Like I just like to think about the worlds and and think about, th- well. I'm going to say this, and again, I won't get into the details because we're going to experience them and we're going to go into them in depth. But what I love about the Friday the 13th movies, one of the things I love, I love everything about them, but one of the things I really love and one of the reasons I do keep thinking about them nonstop is because they are from that bygone era when you would make a movie. Nowadays, people don't don't make a movie. They make a movie going, well, this is the first movie. And then there will be 27 other ones. And we're going to set up the 27th in the first scene of the first movie. Like that is how that's not literally true. Obviously I'm exaggerating, but that's how things happen now. I, the the one I always point to is the mummy, the, the remake of the mummy or the it's remake. The, the most recent the Brian
1: Fraser. No, 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 no the Tom sorry, Cruise, one. Fraser.
0: Oh, the Tom yeah, Cruise yeah, yeah. one where it was the first movie of the dark universe. And unfortunately that movie. Set took so much time and so much effort setting up their universe that they didn't make the movie good enough that there's a universe, like it didn't happen, right?
1: right. And Dracula Untold didn't do it for the minor, so <laughs> right. there you go.
0: <laughs> now, back when Friday the 13th was made, they made a movie going, No, there's never going to be a sequel to this movie. Why would there be? We're just making a movie, and then they had to make. <laughs> 11 or 12 sequels My, no, 11, oh no or 11 what are we sequels. going to do yeah <laughs> and every time well you'll see every like every time they're starting every again, time like, they just right, knock it this? out of the
1: knock it out of the park every time with the brand new fresh concept <laughs> where it's totally new and reinvents the premise right that's what i've been given to understand
0: so i've watched uh i've watched it a lot and i thought about it even more uh, and i'm a big fan of all the big horror franchises for similar reasons honestly for because they all they've all had that happen but this is the one that i don't know it just resonates the most
1: this 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 is this is your this is your rosebud it
0: it it became it like i, I like i said i was shocked cuz i didn't even want to watch it at first i was like eh, i'm fine it's, it seems it seems dumb it wasn't it's
1: not dumb wait so how old were you when you when you when you saw them for the first time
0: 21 day?
1: 21 okay See, it's just so nice that at age twenty one, you can still find something that that then you will go to your deathbed thinking about Friday the Thirteenth movies.
0: As we record this, I that like I'm well, I'm just going to tell you, I'm forty one. So as we record this, I'm still I still have more than half my life without having watched them. But it's very that's about to change. It's about to change.
1: Yeah, exactly. In fact, we should we should hit your. Uh, <laughs> Your half anniversary uh, at some point during this podcast. And, I, I can't uh, give and you the We can exact celebrate game. it with a little cake.
0: I know I can estimate when it is because actually, so I, I mentioned I make comics, right? Um, before I worked at Marvel, when I was watching the Friday the Thirteenth movies, right after I watched them, I started a web comic for the first time. It was called uh, One Night Stand, and it was very Friday the Thirteenth. It's it, there's a, a, a non-speaking monstrous killer who kills a bunch of young people and stuff, and um, it's got some some twists to it about how it works. But I, literally, the reason I made it was because, I won't tell you what movie, but one of the movies made me so mad because I was just like, what is wrong with you? It's not that hard. <laughs> <Let> <laughs> how can pr- you screw this up?
1: <laughs> Let me prove it with this webcomic. Yep. Yep. D- did, 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 they, did they fix it with the next movie after that? Well, uh... don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. <laughs> I don't want to know. Since, keep, keep, keep it a so, secret.
0: Well, speaking of which, then let's talk about you. What's what's your history with these films? And well, and horror and horror in general, but also these movies specifically.
1: OK, so I would say horror movies and me do not have a long, glorious, illustrious past, though I will say growing up, I was obsessed with essentially three movie franchises. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was obsessed with with Star Wars. Right. We'll yes. just put that over the side because everybody likes Star Wars. Um, uh I was, yeah, uh, I, I loved Alien and Aliens. Oh. Uh, right. Those are, so, so, so like those were my jam. It was like Star Wars, but you also had like scary stuff in it too. It was mm-hmm, great. Mm-hmm. Um, to, like to the point where I was so hyped up for Alien 3. I think I saw Alien 3 like four or five times in the theater. It wow. Was, I, I was there like opening afternoon. I like went straight from school to like, uh, to, go, to go see Alien 3. So I was super into Alien 3. Um, and I was very—I mean, I bought the soundtrack. I read the book. I was uh, the, the Alan Dean Foster novelization. It was—it was like this. Is very different. This book is very different from the movie.
0: What were they still on a wood planet in the no, book?
1: No, not no. But there was a lot of different things, like sure. all the stuff that you hear about the shooting script, like uh, that they that before they hacked it apart. Um,
0: there was that's a, all. That's all oxen in the book, aliens right? instead of dog aliens. All that. Stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. All that was in the book and the book was fine um and uh and then jaws right so so and and then jaws, oh. jaws scared the scared the pants off of me i was just like like
0: ah, but I, wait I, hold I on was, you yeah. like the jaws series
1: okay well i definitely <laughs> Yes, Yeah. No. I mean, I mean, you know, as in that I watched them because I couldn't watch jaws all the time. Okay, uh, we were not a family that were allowed to, uh, like, when we went down to the to the, to the video store. Uh, I often got shut down because it's like, yeah, you've already seen that. Why would we uh, rent? Why would we rent that again? Uh, right and so which meant that i always had to find alternatives i really always wanted to see ghostbusters again they're like you've already seen it we're not renting that again don't be ridiculous and we certainly worked a family that were buying like video cassettes and we didn't have hbo and we didn't tape things off of the tv so so i kind of saw things not as many times as i would have liked so sure anyway so so i liked some scary stuff uh growing up right then and and, but it wasn't but it was stuff that kind of like scared me in my core and I was like, all right, these are things that are very, very frightening. But then that didn't really extend to watching a lot of horror movies in general. In fact, I think I would go to the video store and I would look at the horror section because i loved the covers and then i would turn turn the turn the turn the uh the, the box over and always there would be something like horrifying and gross <laughs> on the other side right and and and, I, and and this i think that would stop me effectively from watching most things right you turn over i I, I remember looking at the class of Nukem high 2 uh is that subhumanoid meltdown i think it it is and you turn it over and there's something really gross going into somebody's neck and their neck is like super extended and weird looking and i remember being just (gasps) like just horrified by that uh i remember the cover of sleepaway camp with the knife in the shoe and being like oh no this is terrible
0: have you seen those two movies now
1: not newcomb high i have seen sleepaway camp okay i did my my wife made me watch sleepaway camp at some point early in our courtship so i have seen sleepaway camp now like at like three in the morning after like a party at some point like it was one of those type of things (laughs) like like every everybody went home and we're just still having drinks and watching sleepaway camp like that was that was and you know saw a couple movies that way saw children of the corn that way Mm -hmm. um so but I always, as a kid, was like, this is this is, way off limits for me. Like, I kind of knew my limits of what I really wanted to see. And I think it's not until later that I realized that whatever was on the back of the box was shown in the movie for a split second. But, oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's freeze-framed on the back of the thing. So you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to watch somebody going to get split right down the middle and, like, you know, like intestines fall out all over the place. And it's just going to be, like, five minutes of somebody rooting around in somebody else's guts. And the things that I have seen have not really been like that. I'm like, oh, that's it. That that was over really quickly. This wasn't as gross or as horrible as I thought it was. So gradually I've started to sort of come around to, uh, you know, the idea of watching more horror movies and sort of, and I realize it's a whole, like, I watch a lot of movies, like especially this, this past year in quarantine, I've watched at least five or six or sometimes seven movies a week. Like it is, like I, I set up a little screen in my, in my garage, pull out a sofa, put up some big speakers. And I had like, I'll have a little theater out there That's and amazing. it's great because it's away from the, away right from the kids. It's away from the house. And I'm able to sort of just watch whatever I want, as opposed to being in the living room when, you know, Five-year-old walks in as somebody's getting you know shish kebobbed or something. You don't want to do that, right? So it's better. I have a door I can sort of shut around myself. So anyway, I've gotten way more into movies this, this this past year, and I realized that horror is this unexplored, untapped, like cul-de-sac for me right i haven't gone down this cul-de-sac there's a lot of there, like so much iconic stuff that clearly has seeped into pop culture that i just don't know that much about oh yeah friday the friday the 13th is one of those things like i like i have seen a nightmare on elm street movie like i've seen occasional sporadic single bits of other series um like you, I saw Scream when it, actually I love Scream when it came out. Light. I like loved it. I was just like, even though I was like, I'm sure they're referencing something I'm supposed to know, but this is, this is great. Um, at some point I did in fact dress up as Ghostface and hide out uh, outside a screening of Scream at my school and then scared people as they came out of the theater. <laughs> and it was 100% delightful. And I'm surprised I did not get punched in the
0: face. Absolutely, that was dangerous and that was super
1: dangerous. Yeah, oh, it was Um, wonderful.
0: Well, okay, so you mentioned though that uh, you know that these are big pop culture, you know, icons. So I again, I believe you know more about this movie than you think you know. Uh,
1: Okay, so here here's what I do know. Right, I've seen none of them. I, I I I don't think I've even seen a single frame of them, except for maybe like. If there was ever like a movie retrospective thing on TV or something where you <laughs> sure. see Kevin Bacon lying in a sleeping bag or whatever he's doing, um, so I know Kevin Bacon's in there somewhere,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: right? I, I know that. I know there's a Camp Crystal Lake, yep, right. Um, and unfortunately, I also know that the because I watch Scream, right. right? They say it right in the way that it's not Jason's not the killer in the first movie, right? It's his mom or something like that, right? So, so I do know that, um, but that that's about. All I got, and it came out in '78. I want to
0: say. Oh gosh, that sounds right. Uh, so well, the, no, it's, it's 1980. 1980. Okay, is that so, true? So, is wow. that true? Let me let me let me double oh, check. You, you're the expert, Jordan. <laughs> I'm the fanatic. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but it doesn't um, mean, no? Yeah, 1980. Right.
1: 1980. 1980. Okay, so um same it's year, filmed as I in
0: '79, but but obviously released in '80.
1: Right, so same year as Empire Strikes Back, probably comparable in quality. Of course. Um,
0: very similar plot too. Like they, they stole the ending.
1: Yeah, and, and basically. Uh, I, I feel wait, like wait,
0: wait. May 9th, that's the same it, month. It's, it's two, two weeks before Empire. So So you, right,
1: there, there was a period of time when you could have gone to see Friday the 13th and then walked to the theater next door and then caught Empire.
0: That's amazing! I love it. It's
1: amazing. It's lovely. I love that. Um, Empire Strikes Back, probably my favorite movie of all time. So it's a great,
0: great movie. movie. My favorite movie of all time is (laughs) the remake of Evil Dead. The remake. The remake. The remake. Yes. Listen, I love all the Evil Dead movies. I really do. But the remake I've watched constantly because I love every second. This is, you know, it's what I was talking about before. This is a movie that when I. Watch it. I'm living in it. I'm like, I want to absorb every frame of this. I, I, I want to know every inch of this cabin. I want to see every color palette that they put on the screen every time because I think it's a beautiful movie, even though it is also very gory and horrifying. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Maybe we'll get to it after Friday the G-T. never It will
1: mind. be a bonus episode where we just <laughs> want to, We get to watch Empire Strikes Back and then we watch Evil Dead. back. Right, to back. Perfect. Perfect. Good, good At good the same double, time, double, we'll, double, we'll go scene double by double. scene. Double. They sync up like together, like oh, yeah. uh, like uh, Pink Floyd and <laughs> Wizard of Oz. You
0: swap the soundtracks, absolutely.
1: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> See that? I'd love to do that. Um, so, <laughs> so I mean, essentially, but but I, aside from that, I don't know much about it. I kind of have the vague sense that uh, as a series, it can be inconsistent, mm-hmm. uh, and. You know, I, I think I, I think I have I have the sense, for instance, like for Nightmare on Elm Street, that the that the series has a bit of like it improves as it goes as it goes along. But I remember in the eighties feeling like like I, I would hear people talk about that the uh, Friday the Thirteenth movies kind of go up and down in terms of levels of quality. Um, so I'm I'm curious I'm I'm really curious if the first one because like you go back to like uh like original Halloween like stands up like crazy. Like that first Halloween movie is just so good on its own and is just a great movie, which is why it's the first one in the series. I'm really curious if Friday the 13th has that theory. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm watching a classic here. Or if it's a classic because it has 13 movies behind it. I'm really sort of curious as to how that works, because different series work different ways.
0: One thing I'll say about the varying quality idea is that... uh, in thinking in my many times thinking about this series, I, one of the things I have referenced in talking about other things, sorry, one of the things I referenced a lot in discussing all sorts of media all over is is what I call the the Friday the Thirteenth box office uh, theory, which is if you look at the box offices of these movies, which you won't obviously because we're not going to spoil anything for you, but if oh, you look goodness. at the box offices of the, of these movies. Whether or not they like over or underperform, whether they did worse or whether they did better than than the previous one, usually it has nothing to do with how good that movie is. It has to do with how good the previous movie is.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, this is like uh, right. You know, Alanis Morissette's follow-up album sold really well its first week.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. And like that's the thing is, people are like, "Oh, this one is considered amazing," but like for some reason, it didn't sell well. It's because like, the last one was trash. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody thought this one was going to be good. They figured it out over time, and and, and then the next one, then 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 then, then and, and then the reverse one will do really well. And it had an amazing opening, well, because the previous one was amazing. This one was bad, <laughs> so so you'll see. But maybe yeah. that's the last one, so you never know.
1: <laughs> I mean, the the other thing I, I I am like I am not a gore person exactly. I will so i will watch mostly anything and I can look at things and i'm not like super squeamish but it's easily that like gore is the thing that uh i think is the thing that makes me the most trepidatious before this process i like that is literally the thing that i'm like oh god what am i actually gonna see so wh- which is weird a little bit because i love practical effects of all sorts oh yeah and i and like i'm a big like like, I really enjoy the art of special effects. I love seeing how things are made. I love real, gooshy, practical, nasty, physical things on camera. That's one of my favorite things.
0: What's the goriest it's, movie you've ever watched?
1: Goriest movie I've ever watched. It's, I mean,
0: especially with practical effects, I guess, really.
1: Practical effects. Oh, God. I've. I'm. <laughs> just watched uh, rewatch uh, saving private ryan which has some really <laughs> yes. gross stuff that, that kind of happened different yeah. type of gore but like that's the kind of thing where that um god i don't even know i did you know what i i couldn't, couldn't... even tell you i couldn't well, even tell, tell you cuz i'll
0: tell you cuz it is different though because um you know I, I i'll watch extremely gory horror movies and listen i'm not going to say i don't ever you know cringe a bit at, at them and go like ooh ooh ow like cuz of course you do you have you have you have empathy for the characters a little bit sometimes. Maybe. Um, but like then when we would watch like house and we see somebody doing surgery, I'm just like, oh, ah, oh, it's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, okay, but there's a difference.
1: And, 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 and this is what my like Saving Private Ryan example is, is, is not exactly comparable, right? Because there they don't turn away from it in any way, right? You're yeah. looking at it because it's real. And, you know, my sense is, like a lot of times you see horror movies, they show something really gross and then they cut away to a reaction shot or it comes away to like blood going on somebody's face. And it's but it's also it it's not real. it's like it's right. explicitly not real. And you're not that focused on like the, the the suffering aspect in the same way.
0: Like When I think about the goriest movies I've ever seen, the one that comes to mind first is always um, a movie called. Uh, well, it's either called Braindead or Dead Alive, depending on which version you saw Um in, in what country you got it from uh, it's an early Peter Jackson horror movie and it's extremely gory and extremely gross but like also very fun and funny he, he made I don't know if you know the, oh, yeah. that he did like have you ever seen that one it's
1: uh, I feel like I did at some point but it was like VHS and like before oh, yeah. I could yeah well yeah.
0: if you remember if you remember it it would be the there's a scene where he walks he holds up a lawnmower and walks through zombies holding up a lawnmower <laughs> And, and, it, and again, this, it does not shy away from this in any capacity. It does not cut away. You watch him literally lawnmow. And like uh, it's amazingly gory and crazy. Um, good movie.
1: I mean, I, I mean and, and theoretically, I like all that stuff in some way. Like I think there's something really funny and over the top and its own art form with, with gore. But it's also the kind of thing where I, I kind of also get the sense that Friday the 13th as a series is kind of a brutal series in terms of what it's doing, right? It's sure. not like like Nightmare on Elm Street is kind of funny and weird and, right, it's playing with sort of surrealist versions of getting murdered. Uh, whereas this, you know, it's gonna be people getting hacked to death with a machete in, in various ways, right? I think that's going to be... Um, there, there seems to be a darkness to it that I'm interested to see if it's that's leavened at all by the by the by the characters or the approach or whatever it is. But it um, scares me a little how uh, not fun they seem to be from posters and like a, you know Jason's general demeanor, right? So I'm wor- I'm, I'm a little worried about the fun factor.
0: This is gonna listen. You're gonna have a great time. This, this okay. is what we're gonna do. We're gonna okay. watch all of the Friday Thirteenth movies, every single okay. one. Okay. You will have never seen them. I will have seen them a zillion times because honestly, I will take any excuse to watch them again. And so, thank you for this. You're 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 so welcome. <laughs> this is my um, gift to you. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. And well, let's start with this one. So the first Friday the Thirteenth movie, like we said, came out in 1980. Uh oh, like we should talk a little bit about like you know who made it and all that stuff. Sean S. Cunningham was the the writer director. Well, or is the director I should say. The writer was Victor Miller. Um, We we don't want to say too, too much about it, but that seems like a good place to set it up. Why don't we give you the trailer? You want to watch the trailer for this? Let's, Let's do the trailer. Let's do the trailer. I can do this. All right. Let's do it. Hello?
1: Oh hi. What are you doing on this mess? One. 2 Three. Things. We were just messing with four oh, five six
0: Four. Five. Six. must be my imagination.
1: Okay, so that's what the ha 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 uh music comes from okay <laughs> okay good, good good now i know that
0: so like uh first of all let me let me just state that like uh it's not a new thing that trailers give away too much because like i honestly feel like that gave away way too much but there you go
1: all right well maybe maybe that's good maybe i feel more prepared now uh, they yeah okay so i was like the I have to say counting up to 13 is not the most suspenseful of counts.
0: <laughs> and also it's like, what are they counting? Like, like it's at first it's like well, are they're they're 13 counting...
1: characters in this movie.
0: Cause they're not fully they're, like, they're not all death scene. Like a lot of them were deaths or, or, or at least don't things that could have been deaths. Like, you know, they, okay, they, they right. were yeah, but not not all of them were. <laughs> so, so I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a funky trailer, I but it's certainly memorable.
1: Right no yeah, exactly well I'm like oh I right if, if you're watching it you're like what was that movie called oh Friday the 13th got it I remember the number um so that that's good so um, what did that I, change okay.
0: about your expectations what did that what did that make you think differently or or if at all
1: uh I, I well actually I'm excited I was um I'm I'm kind of excited that not all of it takes place at night um <laughs> there I actually do really like daytime horror stuff in films like I think like the like seeing my Um, I almost said Mike Myers, which is not right. Michael Myers. (laughs) (laughs) If Mike Mike Myers was outside my school, I'd also be frightened. Uh, But if, if Michael Myers standing outside in the daytime is really super scary. I remember actually when I saw Scream, it was some of the daytime stuff where you're like, it's daytime. It looks like it normally does out here. Uh, but it, that there's something horrible about to happen in daytime is actually somehow scary to me than nighttime stuff. So I'm excited to see, see some of that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know what? I, I'm totally going to be into the things that are like clearly archetypes being set up for like all of 80s horror. Right. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. with people like, oh, we weren't doing anything. Excuse me. And then they get murdered because they had some sex. <laughs> so I'm excited to see some like like straight up morality play being 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 done here. So actually that actually makes me kind of delighted because I like archetypes of all sorts. Um, so that's that seems like like fun to me. I like camp stuff. You know, are we? You know, in our in which, our which house, definition of camp? Oh, no, I don't like. I don't. Well, eh, I say I like camp. Camp, camp, like, uh, like, 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 uh, like, Rocky Horror. Not not so much, but I like anything that's set in a camp. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, uh so like we 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 watch Meatballs every summer in our oh house. Oh my, okay, because we love that movie. I've so never much. seen that one. Oh, uh, oh well, there we go. Turnabout is fair play, Mister White. <laughs>
0: We we just keep it always about camp. We, it's we just about
1: like, camp movies. We're we're gonna run all, the entire Meatball series up through number four. Oh goodness! I think I think number three has has Corey Feldman in it. so, oh. so, in, so there you go. Um, yeah, exactly. Then we'll do Wet Hot American Summer.
0: Okay, now you got me back. I'm in.
1: There you go. I got it. No, so I'm, i I like I like camp. I, I also like all the fashions of the of the very early eighties when shorts were still like super small for everybody. Oh yeah. So I'm super, super into that. Um I, I like I like a good camp t-shirt. So I'm all, all about it. Oh, and good. I like Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon in in one of my favorite movies of all time, Tremors. Uh, so uh, also was, a
0: great horror movie. Great, such, great time. Oh,
1: such a great movie. I'm, yeah, that that's just like like I just showed that to my uh, uh, to my twelve-year-old, uh, not so long ago, and that was holds up super well, super great. I love me a Kevin Bacon. So there, there's a added.
0: series I fell off of, though I did not watch all the Tremors. I watched for sure. one,
1: and I was like, "It's like I'm not going to spoil this." <laughs> it's totally fine.
0: Yeah, but you watched Jaws four.
1: <laughs> that ending to Jaws four is the best.
0: When the shark blows up for no reason.
1: Well, you get well. You, well first, you get speared by the blunt end of a boat. <laughs> it's nice.
0: Yeah, and it hit him in his detonator, apparently.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: In his kill switch. Oh, goodness. Um, okay, anyway, so, so, so,
1: so I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm excited because it, I was like, I'm reminded of the iconic nature of it, clearly. Um, I'm notable in that there's no hockey mask to be seen in this trailer. Barely so- any 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 killer to actually be seen, right? So I'm, I'm excited to see how that gets introduced and why.
0: So I, I had forgotten that tagline. You may only watch it once, but that's enough. Which is like, that's one of those. It's not a good title because I don't
1: go see it again. Please do not give us money for repeat viewings. Right, like I get what they're saying. Wear out its welcome.
0: Oh, you'll see it once, and that you'll be like, "Holy cow!" Like that affected me. But it also sounds like you're. It's saying you won't want to watch this one again.
1: (laughs) This is a one and done, friends. (laughs) See it, get out. Don't recommend it.
0: Uh, like there, I think that was a what was the, the 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 slogan the slogan on the box for the original Suspiria when I watched that was something like the only thing scarier than the last ten minutes of this movie are the first eighty minutes and I went but isn't that a fancy way of saying the ending is not as good as the rest of it the whole movie is consistently scary you
1: will have a really flat even experience throughout the whole thing no hills oh. no valleys just like straightforward all the way through
0: love it it's And like that's a what bowl of, that's like what you're bowl of oatmeal, oatmeal. yeah <laughs> this is gonna be horror oatmeal no 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 uh, well hopefully not um all right so i guess now let's uh pause the recording <laughs> so we can go watch this film and then come back and report back
1: i'll be right back <laughs> <laughs>
0: And we're back! Hello again. Oh, what a movie. What a movie. So, listen, Stefan, everybody's, everybody's <laughs> wondering. You just saw Friday the 13th for the very first time. I did. What did you think about this movie?
1: Uh, I, I, well, I actually, so I really enjoyed it. I, okay, I was I was yeah so so first off yeah <laughs> otherwise oh oh otherwise I I would be in trouble for this in, for the next what twelve movies yeah or if, I
0: if, if movies, I if I if I if I
1: didn't like the first one um, no I actually I I really uh, enjoyed it I was not terribly scared well, uh, I didn't, sure. didn't 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 find 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 it super scary but there are lots of things uh, to enjoy and it felt like almost like a formal distillation of what I think I would have expected from a, from a slasher film. So, uh, which, 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 which is, which is kind of funny. Um, So, okay. So uh, tell
0: us, tell us, walk us through the movie really quick. Just, it would be, it would be kind of crazy if someone was listening to this, not having, heard or watched the movie i mean you were supposed to pause and watch the movie when we pa- when we paused to watch obviously movie, but oh yeah which everybody's <laughs> going to do <laughs> yes but ju- just in case just in case any rebellious listeners said forget that i don't need to watch this movie i just want opinions just tell them briefly what it's about
1: uh so th- this movie it's all about the sordid history of Camp Crystal Lake, which looks like it's in New Jersey or something, maybe, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, probably mm -hmm. New Jersey. And something horrible happened, which we see in the prologue. Uh, Like back in 1958, uh, two two campers got murdered and the camp has been closed ever since. Uh, But but, uh, a enterprising... A uh, guy named Steve has decided to open the camp back up again. They've been fixing it up. It looks pretty shabby, but uh, he's, he's hoping it to open it up back up for the summer season. Got a bunch of camp counselors coming in. Uh, and uh, the camp counselors get picked off one by one uh, in an agonizing sequence where nobody has any idea the camp counselors are getting picked off at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then finally, it is revealed, and we'll get to this, that it was... Uh, Jason Voorhees' mother, who was the murderer the entire time. And Jason Voorhees, of course, was the kid who drowned while those two murdered camp counselors back in 1957 were having sex in a cabin, and uh, not watching Jason Voorhees in the lake. So, uh, so and then his, his mother just went crazy and wanted to stop them from uh, opening the camp again because that's the rational response to that.
0: Yep, that's, that is exactly the plot. That is exactly the plot. That's <laughs> um, roughly it. I'm trying to think of anything you... I mean, you know, there's lots of nuance you missed. Like, for example... Uh, the camp has been like she's actually been not just uh, stopping them in this way. She's been like doing things the whole time. What did she do? She oh, uh, this is the like at one point, and she
1: right the the truck driver Enos yeah. or whatever his name is had lots of like in the in the very exposition heavy uh, driving sequence at the beginning. It's like <laughs> you're going to that camp, but well, let me tell you the sordid history of that camp. Yep, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. You know what? I did not even put that together. I thought that
0: was just a string of horrible luck that's been happening at nope. the camp. Nope. She's been stopping it from happening. And 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 actually uh this is something I noticed for the first time this time, and this is I I mean, people are I'm sure most people are gonna go who are fans are gonna go, you idiot, how'd you not notice this? But duh, the guy who's opening it, Steve Christie. His parents owned it back then. Apparently, like they've owned it the whole time. This is his his is running his his family. That's why she keeps saying, "I'm a friend of the Christies. I'm a friend of the Christies," Um, because she worked for them back when they ran the camp. Apparently, and now it's it's his camp, and he's spending apparently two hundred or twenty five thousand dollars fixing it up. That's what what someone estimates. Well, sure. Well,
1: yeah, you can really tell the love and care that when it goes into that camp, that camp is spick and span by the time it's ready to open.
0: I mean, oddly enough, you're probably right. It's probably like just wrong, like entirely wrong in that it's like probably not decrepit enough to have been abandoned all that time but not nice enough to have been fixed back up again. No, like 25
1: years is really no, like there shouldn't be any board game. That Monopoly <laughs> board should not be there.
0: Well, he must've brought there's, that. He must've been there, like, there's, I don't remember the there's monopoly
1: game tons board. of food in that pantry. No, there's should- <laughs> They're restocking. No, this is oh, for no, the money Of course. Of course. On,
0: Absolutely, on, on. right. We, we spent $25,000 on Crisco and Ritz crackers. <laughs> um, I will say so I I obviously I rewatched this as well. I rewatched it with my wife. Um, she I think she's seen it before. I've seen it again. This is I don't know, the 10th time I've seen it. That's an estimate. I have no idea if that's true. Um, she did not enjoy it very much. <laughs> no. Okay. No, she did not. Like she thought on it was what really level? boring. Okay. All right. Well, it's listen it's very seventies. It's very seventies in that you see a lot of stuff you would not see nowadays. Uh, the first, like, well, like, like, what? Well, the first time she commented on it is at the very beginning when we're seeing Annie, uh, the 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 counselor who we see trying to hitchhike to the to the who doesn't even make it to the camp. She doesn't make it. She doesn't make I, it. They they tried. To, they pulled a psycho on us. Together. And
1: I and I liked her so much. I was just she's like, very charming. Oh, I I am excited to see how this this plucky last- Oh no, she's dead.
0: <laughs> but there's a scene when she's walking through town where we like see her like round a corner and like walk the length of a street, and my wife was just like, "Did we is just this watch? While the,
1: is, is this while the credits are going? <laughs> no. Is there anything? No, nope. no, no, exactly. You <laughs> nope. know what? But I don't. I don't mind that. I feel you, we your kids have gotten spoiled
0: with all your action and things happening in your movies." <laughs> A lot of a lot of cars driving like you, you see cars drive a lot longer than you would see them drive nowadays uh, in the well, 70s. Sorry. Yeah, there's also a scene, a very notable scene later where uh, our our uh, our heroine Alice is making coffee and we see her make coffee, in a in a very long shot. Uh, by which I mean a, a t- time wise, not right. But yeah, we That's see her though. like putting the water on and like prepping the co- and it's just like. And it, like you said, she doesn't know anybody's dying yet. So she's just like making coffee and we watch it for like, honestly, I'm not exaggerating when I say two minutes, two minutes of her making coffee.
1: Well, have you ever wondered how to make coffee? <laughs> now I know. Right, exactly. It's, you... it's like it's like
0: Moby Dick where they say they say uh, uh, whalers used to buy it to learn about whaling. This is a movie you watch to learn about coffee making.
1: If you teach a home economics class, you could just cut <laughs> out that little section and be like, this is how you make terrible <laughs> camp coffee. I guarantee you that coffee is the worst
0: Oh, yeah, I'm 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 confident. I
1: mean, you know, just uh, you you reference the characters ignorance of the murders like really nobody has any idea that people are getting murdered for the longest time. The only people who find out they're people getting murdered. Are the people who then subsequently get murdered. Yeah immediate and right, death. Yes. Right, exactly. And so nobody gets to be that scared in this movie. I think that there there's a there's a weird thing where people get scared when they realize that maybe there's something out there, but like there's not a, oh my God, what are we all going to do until Alice is ready for, for her last like like hurrah against Pamela Voorhees? Right. <laughs> right. She's the only one who's like, oh, there have been a lot of murders happening. Yeah, she's the yep, only it. one who knows.
0: That's the only time we find out. And actually, in my mind, uh, in my mind, I always kind of shorten that the end sequence from when Mrs. Voorhees shows up till the end. It always, I always remember it as being like really quick, like five minutes oh. or ten minutes. But it's a oh, good no. chunk of the movie. It's like a third of the movie. No third, it might be too much, but it's no, a lot.
1: It, it, no, and it, it, it's 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 plenty. Uh, and it happens in like four <laughs> segments. It is just repeatedly her being like, well, I must have finished her off for good. Now, this unstoppable killer who has murdered all of my friends, I bet you if I tap them on the on the head with a frying pan and I see a tiny bit of blood, I bet you that is it.
0: Well, you're right, although the opposite criticism is also true in the sense that uh, the killer of this movie is much better at murdering people before we see that it's an old lady. Like yes. As soon and, as we and, and, are physically yes. looking at an old woman trying to do the killing, she's far less successful at it. Right. <laughs> n- right. Not merely
1: as a strong, or right able to hoist people or yep. throw them through windows.
0: <laughs> Very true. No. No. True. No. One
1: hundred percent. No. Uh, so, uh, my wife. My wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, Her mother always had lots and lots of advice for her growing up about ways to stay safe. And one of them was uh, shoot them till they're dead. Yeah, that's fair. Right. It's always don't just knock them down. Shoot them till they're dead was her was her constant refrain. Uh, And I feel like Alice doesn't heed any of that advice. No, she never heard that, apparently. I mean, you know, she should have. I bet uh, you it's fine. I'm just going to run away into the rest, into this dark camp where nobody else is. I'm just going to be in a different place for a while
0: until Pamela comes and finds me. So so there's lots of things I want to ask you about. about this okay. There's, okay. There's, again, I, I adore this movie. I, I, it's not, well, it's not a movie everybody loves. Like I said, my wife thought it was super boring and was just like, really? Well, my, actually, my first question is, you liked it. Would you immediately go, yeah, yeah, make a sequel? Well, uh I mean, putting aside, yeah. putting aside that if something is successful, you make a sequel automatically putting aside that instinct of yes, money, putting aside that. <laughs> well, I mean, I, they,
1: clearly the little the little Jason jumping out of the lake at the end with, with it with, with it with his weird face.
0: Well, what is, did you make of that? What did you make of that? Tell us all about oh, that.
1: All right. Well, OK, so so I felt that coming because oh. OK, because the music in this movie is really super honest. Yeah. Um. Like or or it or it is consistently throughout the entire movie. Like it kind of does. Uh. It never tries to manipulate you into thinking that the killer is there when it's not Um. right. It's it's like Jaws. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and oh, he, so when he, the music he, is not there, he, it, the composer the, the, the specifically
0: re- referenced Jaws. Absolutely.
1: Right. The, the music is actually extremely honest. So it's never trying to be like, oh, this is scary. Right. And then nothing actually happens. The only time it right, it really is really super straightforward about when there's music, there's the murderer. Right. And then and, and it follows from the POV. And right, so it's very, very specific about it. So when the music is not going, then you can relax. And so. I felt kind of trained up until that point. So when they had that super lush, like synthy music at the end, which I loved that, 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 that that music over the end is clearly like my, my, my favorite thing in the entire movie. I was like, okay, yeah, no, this is, this is, this is not going to be a uh, straightforward, like, Oh, look, they found her. And then they went home. Yay. And I had also, I've also just watched nightmare on Elm street Mm. where the almost the exact same style of fake out ending which is oh, like yeah, i'm yeah. you know the mother has quit drinking and everybody goes off to school in the car and oh no the car is freddy krueger and then they get sucked into the dark, right and so i was like okay this is and obviously that's a later movie but yeah, like still still exactly in the same mold of ending where it's like Oh look a beautiful lake and there and the and then you know with with the boat and the music and everything i was like okay here's something's coming oh god it's tiny derpy jason <laughs> tiny out.
0: derpy jason
1: tiny <laughs> derpy jason jumping jumping out of the lake somehow so you were you were expecting it okay that's interesting i mean again I, yeah, it's i mean but i've also been trained, trained by movie tropes mm-hmm. for right like and and i'm i'm
0: sure This is not literally the first time it happened because they 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 even reference they're very okay The filmmakers of this movie very much wear on their sleeves that they were ripping things off right all all across the board. And so in this place they were going uh, we wanted to do like uh, Carrie. okay which which I have not seen. I've not. I've read. I've read. read, Oh, no. (laughs)
1: Um, I've read Carrie. I've never seen Carrie.
0: Um, it, has, it has a big scare at the end, and they wanted to do that. Now, it also, it was very effective. Like, some people give, say that they don't think the movie would have gone on to be what it is if it wasn't for that scene. Not just because it featured Jason, but also just because it was so uh, startling at the time. And people had fun being tricked and scared. They they walked right. out of the movie going like, ah, that was great. That was great. Um, but then, of course, it was a dream, right? So, well... Uh, theoretically well, right i
1: mean like you know but it's but it emotionally true. true oh
0: okay sure sure
1: it's emotionally true That's um i i feel like uh alice is wrong when she then says well then i guess he's still down there um because right. i get just because like he died while they were having sex in the cabin doesn't mean they didn't then dredge the lake or do anything and i can't imagine pamela would be like well just let him be down there
0: and if she, she and if seems like she cares there, about her son Right. And if he, you know, even if he was down there, well, he wouldn't be alive, A. And if he was alive, B, he wouldn't be a kid anymore. It's been a zillion years, so.
1: Do you think that he's going to keep growing under the lake? Well, if he's alive. Well, and is, is it a magical
0: lake? Well, no, he can't be. You're right. He can't be alive in the water. Like that wouldn't. Right. Make any he's
1: sense. probably not alive. Right. So. So. Right. And. Nor is he probably still down there. I'm. Well. Okay. So, which actually brings us to, uh, at some point during this movie, I was like, oh, this is not going to be the hockey mask movie, is it? No. Is <laughs> so you didn't know that. Did not know that. No. 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 Wow. Okay. I, 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 is, I is Here's what I assumed. I assumed that because I I knew about. Pamela, but mm-hmm. I assume that Pamela had grabbed a hockey mask from the sports <laughs> closet and was using he it to hide, hide her identity, right? And, um, But no, no, it's just Pamela probably in a raincoat or something. Um, yep, yep. When right, she's killing
0: yeah. people, I, yeah, presumably she just looks like herself. I mean, again, it's a little weird to go back and imagine, try to imagine her, the Pamela Voorhees we doing see at the it. end of the film doing all the things we see done. Uh, I mean, it's not like it's impossible, but it's definitely like, well, really? Okay. Um, uh, there. Okay. So what else? So let's talk about these kids. Let's talk about these kids.
1: Wait, wait, wait. So hold the, hold on. I just want to talk about hockey mask though, because clearly, because, because clearly now, right. So, you know, I'm looking at the cover of my DVD box set and, uh, it has hockey mask galore. So I got to assume that hockey mask will very soon enter it. If it doesn't enter in the next movie, I'm actually going to be annoyed. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> we'll see we'll see i'm going to be, be, be you, super obviously.
1: irritated if there's no hockey mask in the next movie and uh my expectations are going to be thwarted yet again um edward it because it's so iconic to the franchise sure. and that's the only thing i know this is the only thing i know is that there's a hockey mask and there was no hockey mask in this movie there was no hockey uh mask. so i was super uh s- surprised by that um we there were some axes so so there's
0: some that axes. so that's good Some, I mean, a lot of different weapons: some arrows, some uh, a machete. Right, Um, a machete used in a in a real, actual death. You you actually watched a snuff film just there. No, Um, you did. Get out. It was just unfortunately a snake snuff film. That was a real snake that they really chopped up.
1: I was wondering about that. It looked very realistic. It was because it was. Yeah. Okay.
0: As far as I'm aware, only animal to actually die in the franchise uh, on screen. Uh, that's right very huh. yeah very messed up but again these are low budget filmmakers i mean this movie okay so this oh. movie was made uh, i can't remember how low the budget was it was incredibly low it was like you know i don't know i i i, I, I whatever i'm saying it's going to be wrong F- five hundred thousand dollars let's say twenty
1: five thousand dollars they fixed up the camp for twenty five thousand <laughs> that's how
0: much they spent on the camp yeah but this it's, movie it's like made millions of dollars this we we referenced earlier. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, I'm pretty sure it was the second biggest film of the year. I, I think that might be true. Uh, by, by which I mean Friday the 13th, not Empire State. Strikes right, Back. No, Empire, Strikes right.
1: Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back did just fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was number one. Yes. Um, but like, yes, it, it made the people involved an insane amount of money. And the other thing is that it was produced independently and then picked up by um, Paramount for distribution. And it was the first time Or at least one of the first time, if not the first time that they had given a like full wide theatrical release to an independent small film that they had picked up. Um, But the guy who the the, the guy who picked it up said, I believe in this movie, I think we're going to make money on it. And it paid off. It 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 made them so much money. It made them ridiculous amounts of money. I feel
1: like that that kind of box office multiplier, where your budget is like teeny tiny and you make make millions of dollars, doesn't really even happen very much. More. I think like Bloomhouse is the one that does that the best, right? Where they sort of keep keep their budgets but at the right size for 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 this sort of thing.
0: But they they don't. But they don't have the success this movie had anymore. Like you know what I mean? Like this movie blew things out of the water. It was right. And again, it was a it was it was it was a ripoff. It was a ripoff of Halloween. They they oh, saw Halloween clearly. and said, Let's do that. Let's do that. And it's not that much like Halloween. Like it shares that there's a killer. Well, there's a killer,
1: there's a tragic backstory, and then you That's have a true. time yeah. jump well, right, for right. and you have the POV of the killer well, you're by problem in the future uh there's a there's a very specific killer theme of music that sort of runs throughout the whole thing right so all that stuff yeah okay all right
0: well then you're right they ripped it off pretty good yeah Um, exactly
1: and and at least until we actually find out that it's pamela it's a pretty supernaturally strong and powerful and uh, resourceful killer
0: it uh i mean it's a very different film though in that i mean i i'll be honest Uh, even though I enjoy, I probably enjoy the Friday the 13th franchise more than the Halloween franchise. Well, as a franchise, I 100% do because the Halloween franchise goes downhill, very far downhill. But um, the original Halloween is a really amazingly good movie. This is not an amazingly good movie. This is a movie I really enjoy, but it's not like as high quality as Halloween 1, for sure. Right. I think
1: like in the legacy of movies, it feels like, This one is built on longevity and like a consistency, right? Like, like not consistency, but like, like that. They just kept making them. And Halloween was based on the fact that that first one was such a monster.
0: But, but you know what? Here's the thing. Even though this movie is the ripoff and that was the original, I still, I still am going to say at the end of the day, I feel like this one is more influential in the genre in the long run, probably because it's i mean it's more achievable you know what I mean like it's more realistic goals <laughs> right it's it's
1: it's it's like the punk band right it's like yeah. like four, four four guys in a garage can be like yeah i can do that
0: yes yes right yes. as
1: opposed to there's a there's a formal elegance to Halloween right in which kind of all the elements kind of come together and it is a little bit more of a sort of a classical piece and right I didn't get that feeling watching this that I was like oh this is an undying classic I was like no this is like this is a fun slasher movie that clearly is enjoying itself. That's probably what I almost had the best time with, is that it clearly is having fun being made. Right. It, and I, in particular, thought that with some of the murders, um, like the, you know, like the, uh, and we'll get to Kevin Bacon, I'm sure, but the, yeah, yeah, let's uh, do the, it. the, 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 let's the talk arrows. Let's talk about the murders, right? They clearly are having a wonderful time murdering people, though some more than others. And I do have some like, like now oh, you should have
0: shown me that as opposed to being like, sure. and then they found him later. Yeah, yep. <laughs> um, There's definitely a few that they, 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 uh, they, they skimp on. Um, I mean, probably mostly for budget reasons. So they had Tom Savini doing the, 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 the legendary Tom Absolutely. Savini. Absolutely. This was after uh, Dawn of the Dead. So they'd already known how amazing he was. Uh, and they went. Let's bring him in. And he he pulled off some really great things in there. You mentioned the Kevin Bacon one. That's definitely the the most That's famous one. Probably my favorite. Right. Not just yeah. because it's Kevin Bacon, although the fact that it's Kevin Bacon is pretty fun. Certainly doesn't hurt. No. But it's it's impressive. Like you you know this, this the arrow coming up through his chest is. It's the most
1: efficient way to kill a person is to jab <laughs> an arrow through a bed, through a
0: mattress, then through their entire body. It's. It, you're absolutely right. It's ridiculous the idea that none of those objects <laughs> would stop this arrow. I mean, even just his body, you'd think there's a couple of bones in there in your chest, right? But yeah, yeah, it yeah. goes no, right no, through. No, no,
1: it's, it's like butter. Well, that's how because Pamela Voorhees is really, really strong.
0: She's very strong. She's <laughs>
1: very, very strong. She must know about anatomy as well. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, no, no, I mean that one. That one is that one's really fun only because I think that. It, there's not too much misdirection in the film, but that is a fun bit of misdirection in that you have trouble figuring out where uh, the killer's going to come from, yep. and then when that hand comes around, it's just a fun scare. It's it's though given away in the trailer, so that was spoiled true, a little, a, a yeah, little that, bit i so said I, that was, that so was i was looking for it uh but is it's fun in the way that kevin bacon does seem like he's he's relaxed he's having a good time and then yank right and then th- plus, that's
0: really nice plus the corpse is above him so in some ways your attention is pointing upwards going like there's a dead person up above him dripping blood right. on him um so the fact that then the killing comes from underneath is a, is a right. big and shot he
1: and he, and he had just and it was fun that he just just got an inkling of what was happening cuz he there's a little yep. tiny drop of blood that hits him and he's like oh wait but before and I kind of wanted him to find uh Ned and be yep. like oh no what's happening and but he doesn't he doesn't even get to have really the realization that people are getting murdered uh, before Very he few. gets the air air I did also think mm-hmm. that uh, they there was so much setting up of the archery range. I'm I was upset that arrows were not actually used on the archery range. Like literally, well, uh, what, what's her name? Brenda is 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 out out in like wandering around, and she she's killed on the archery range. But like like steps over and almost looks like they're about to just pin her to one of those targets and then it just cuts us up <laughs> all so like, i
0: was like no think no no see her dead she doesn't have arrows in her No, like, she just she's just thrown through a window right bill yeah well i mean that's not what killed her she's just no, dead no. no, no. Yeah, yeah right yeah um and then bill is does have arrows in him but that's another thing that i like in my mind so i i will i will admit to the okay. listeners as well i we 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 we, could, we mentioned this before we started recording. Again, we both have notes on who the character names are because the character names are not easy to keep straight. These these kids are, they're a little generic. I've seen this movie a lot of times and I knew a couple of their names. I didn't know all of their names, so I took notes. They're charming, but generic. they're charming. Oh, yeah. um, but Bill, honestly, in my head, Bill is the one that I was like when I heard the name Bill in the movie and wrote it down. I was like, who the hell's Bill? <laughs> What what, what is it talking about? And (laughs) over the course of the movie, I went, "Oh yeah, okay." He did this, he did that, he did that. But also, I think in my mind, he's the one who
1: plays classical guitar.
0: Yes, he's very good at guitar, and he's sort of a romance, a romantic character for Alice, maybe. But it's very, yeah, it's barely there. It's barely there. Um, But he's not the one who shoots the arrows at Brenda. That's Ned. That's That's the Joker. So. So the fact that Bill is the one who ends up shot through with arrows, like I want I want some sort of symmetry you, in
1: there. Right, right. Exactly. If you're going to set it up for us, murder them in the way that you've set it
0: up. But Right. Yeah. Right. right, Exactly. I mean, at least I don't, you, you do have Ned being dead uh, above the couple having sex when he was the third wheel, like for that whole sequence. So that they set that up right. nice and okay. they paid that yeah. off. But he also yeah. shot the arrows at Brenda. Oh, and by the way, she was really forgiving about that. Like she was mad, but like in a haha, I'm laughing way. And it's like, he almost shot you with an arrow. Like, oh, so
1: for real. Like, that arrow was <laughs> yeah. actually there. That wasn't uh, a movie
0: magic. Not as far as I could tell. It looked no, pretty. That, that genuine.
1: That, 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 right. Exactly. I mean, like, stop shooting arrows at me. Um, no, I I thought he was gonna get some sort of comeuppance for uh doing racist Indian stuff. No, no, um, that, that
0: was not a thing back in seventy. No, clearly, <laughs> I mean, no, no, no,
1: clearly not. And, and and as I'm well aware, because my wife went to an Indian themed camp and it was a, all sorts of things of like this is the Apache cabin, and you're like, uh eh. Um Right, right, part and parcel of camp. So yeah, but I was hoping,
0: but no. So, so who? So, we, okay. So the kids we had, we had Annie at the beginning, who's the counselor doesn't make it. You got Steve Christie. You got Alice, who ends up being our final girl. You got Jack and Marcy, who are Kevin Bacon and his girlfriend. Uh, and then who, there's Brenda, who's way too smart to be there. Yes, Clearly, I, my notes call you know, her the sophisticated one. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing at this
1: camp? Though it's her idea to play strip monopoly, yes. which I think, which I think is actually probably on brand because that sounds like the worst form of strip anything. Like, would you uh, like to play this this really long, like a four hour game of strip monopoly?
0: And then she calls it off. Yeah, she's like, "Never mind, forget it." When she starts losing. Now, granted, she she's saying, "Well, it's because I have to go close my windows." But it's like you you started this game, and now you're getting undressed, and you're like, "Oh, by the way, I gotta go." My life. stuff
1: is getting wet, so hold yeah, on, I'll, yeah, be, yeah. I'll, I'll be back. Yeah. So
0: then, so you got Ned, the jokey guy we just mentioned, and we got Bill, who kills the snake, plays classical guitar, and gets shot with arrows later. Also,
1: also feels like he's slumming it a little bit, right? Sure. feels feels a little like, like, uh, that he otherwise lives in like Westport, Connecticut or something. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So yeah. who's your favorite? Who's your favorite of these, all these kids? Ah, oh, God, 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 got. Um, actually I, I, I liked Marcy. Marcy was a, was a, was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, she's great. Uh, I, I, th- I thought she, she was charming and fun. I found, uh, her and Jack to be like a plausible couple. Um. So, so I, I like them. You know what? I, I like all of them. I, I mentioned earlier. I'm, you know, sad that Annie bought it because I was just like, oh, yep. I kind of want to see Annie's straightforward pluck be tested <laughs> by horrible murder. Uh, But instead, but instead, she she's just like she's just there to be a lamb to the slaughter and doesn't even like I like that. Pamela is like, oh, you're even thinking about going to this camp and it's your lifelong
0: dream. Oh, well, time to die. (laughs) That's the other thing. It's like you think about it. Pamela is like, I'm going to kill these counselors. Well, these counselors she's killing to keep the camps closed. But camp counselors came and they were they were too busy uh, canoodling to save my son. So okay, so he kills so she kills Jack, she kills Marcy. That makes sense. What are they doing? They're there having sex and smoking pot and all these things. Ned's yeah. there trying to have sex and failing and all the, all these things. Sure, kill all of them. The strip strip monopoly, kill them. Annie literally was just like, "I am doing this cuz I love and Long- care about children." <laughs> children like
1: like right, like children are my dream. This is my this is a fulfillment of a lifelong dream to take care of and not well- ignore children and also <laughs> Obviously
0: virginal, right? Yeah, sure. She seemed well. Who knows? But she she did that. that, We did laugh at her a little bit, though, for when you've had a dream as long as I have, and it's like, how old are you? Come on, (laughs) you've had this dream for how long? Two years? Come on. Uh, Well, sure. You know, it's a big chunk, big chunk of her life. And she's talking to, (laughs) she's talking to Mrs. Voorhees. Going, you wouldn't understand what it's like to have a dream like I have, old lady. (laughs) You're right. You've never had a dream in
1: your entire life. I feel like it would have been easier to just kill Steve. Oh,
0: that's fair. Well, then, well, she does. She eventually does.
1: But she could have done that first before any camp counselors get there. Or, you know, if she's an old friend of the Christie's, oh, man, like, like he could be murdered in like April.
0: Uh, Also, you know, we just said he spent $25,000 fixing up the camp, but like, burn it. To the ground. How about right, that,
1: yeah, dude? Right.
0: You don't have to murder I mean, I the forest, counselors. She's worried about a forest fire. I guess I don't know. It, I,
1: though it 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 probably. Actually, I I say this, but I can guarantee you without even having read synopses for any of the further movies that that camp is going to reopen at some point with new counselors. That's what that's what I'm guessing is is going to happen. And so I was was about to say that this may be a really good strategy. Be like, no, yeah, no, it's horrible. Things have happened in this camp. We're going to close it. But then they're they're probably going to reopen this camp.
0: Well, the person who was murdering people is dead. So, I mean, she's pretty dead. She got her head chopped off.
1: It's it's true, but then they left Jason in the water for some reason, growing in this <laughs> magical lake, so, un- unaware that he's about to emerge a full grown man out of
0: the lake. Is what I'm assuming. Uh, well, we'll see. Well, we'll, well, see. we'll see.
1: We'll see next episode. Next so, episode.
0: All right. So, uh, a couple a couple of facts. So here, so I, I have been reading the book about this series, the uh, Crystal Lake Memories, which is a great yeah. book and I highly recommend it. I've been also watching um, the film along with these things and um one thing i'll say is uh one thing that sort of bums me out is how dismissive the creators are about of this film like Sean cunningham well in the sense that obviously he's happy it like made his career like he's made a zillion dollars like i said and the ability to do things again because he made a incredibly successful film um but like this wasn't well, again, no one made this movie going, this is going to be our masterpiece. You know, they all made this movie going, we got to right. do something. Like, what are we going to do? Some shitty horror movie, right? I mean, let's do right. it. Yeah, 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 right. Um, whoops. <laughs> so as a result, like he'll see, he says things in the book where he's like, this is not a film. This is just a movie. Like, it, you know, it, it it barely has a story. I, and it's I, lo- I like
1: that, that- distinction. <laughs>
0: Like it's 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 just like and he's I don't know he's very dismissive of it and it bums me out because I I feel like I like it more than he does um, and then I'm like oh well fine you made this movie that yeah. I think is better than you think it is and it's not the first time especially in horror it's not the first time right, that's happened sure. like people make horror movies and go yeah whatever this is some garbage I'm making and then the fans love them <laughs> so that's well here. I mean that, that's 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 you know you you're never the best judge of anything
1: you make. That's right? true. You're not in charge of its legacy, right? And so it's you know, if they accidentally felt like, oh, I could have done better, right? I mean, they're getting, it's like George Lucas is continually embarrassed by the original Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, I, I like, no, like that
0: old piece of garbage. Look, I, I, I made it that. better. I've made it better for you. I love that. I love that yeah. fact that he yeah. is the only person on Earth who's like, I'm not. It's not good enough and every other person is like no that's the top selling movie of all time at the time
1: no 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 you should never see <laughs> that version of the movie again because it is such embarrassing excrement yeah, or the other the that. other
0: place that you see this is uh when i like bands or or musicians go like i'm going to do something in the spirit of my most successful album and then you you hear what they did and you're like that I mean, like, it's not like necessarily bad or anything, but it's like I don't hear what you hear that makes it the sequel to that album. Like, like I love all of Elvis Costello's albums, but he put out what album was it? Um, Blood and Chocolate, and he's like, that's like that's me now doing the uh, this year's model, and I'm like, Blood and Chocolate's great. This year's model is a different thing entirely. I, I I don't get the connection. There's good songs on both, but like what or or Weezer when they're like we're gonna revisit our old stuff and do that, and I'm like. They did something different. I'm still happy with it, but it's not like their first album. Their first album well, was the first. Actually-
1: album. Well, that's actually why I'm excited for this series. We're going to come back all the way around to the, like the full on reboot remake, mm-hmm, right. And at, mm-hmm. at the end, and we'll see, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see if what they think the essence of the, the, the reboot matches what, what, what this one does or the essence of the sort of original. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be
0: fascinating. No, so um, I'm really interested.
1: The only other thing I really wanted to talk about is oh, yeah. that, uh, uh, Pamela Voorhees hands when uh, her head gets chopped off did they you notice seem, this They seem a little hairy to me <gasps>
0: can I tell you something uh, they are sure uh-huh. obviously that's uh Tom Savini's assistant putting that's his hands up uh-huh. and they specifically talk about that in the 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 film uh in no. the making of movie and about how that was him and 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 Uh, Betsy Palmer is like, I don't have hairy hands like that. And and the guy's going, yeah, that's why he's got the hairy knuckles. And my wife was going, no one would notice that. No, there's no way anybody saw that. And I went, I I don't think you're right. No, <laughs> and and it, 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 it was immediately apparent, especially like I was just like I was like like the
1: hands kind of come up in the frame yeah. in this weird, strange like they hang on the hands for like a good solid couple seconds. I'm like, no, no, no. in slow mo, I believe. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, exactly. Right, it allows you to sort of really sort of take a look at it. That's um, great. But it was, I don't know. I, I think over overall, I, I had a good time. I'm excited to see. Uh, how some of the more iconic elements sort of yes. develop in the series, right? That's kind of so what I'm interested in for for the future. But they, so let me let me yeah. let me
0: let me summarize a thing really quick because this is something that uh, the, the, even doing this would be a spoiler if it weren't for the fact that this has already been spoiled for you. I want to do the segment we, which we've we've talked about it, me wanting to do the story of Jason. So the story well, of Jason, still in the, he's still in the lake, right? Exactly. The story of Jason in this film is very simple and straightforward. Jason Voorhees is the name of a child who in, I think it was, as you said, 57, I believe, yep. uh, drowned. He drowned in Lake Crystal, Crystal Lake, because, Lake Crystal Lake. That sounds stupid, but that's what it is. I guess he drowned in Lake Crystal Lake because uh, the counselors weren't paying attention. They were uh, they were off. They were off having sex. And so he died. His mother was upset. There is some debate over. And this, behind the scenes, even there's some debate over what his appearance at the end, there means it was he did he have some sort of deformity as a child that she had, like some sort of you know special needs kid or something, or is that just Alice having a weird nightmare and he did not look weird? There's that's at this point, we don't know the answer. And like I said, the filmmakers even disagree on that, so who knows? Um, but we know that he died and his mother killed a bunch of people. That's it, that's the story of Jason. The end, obviously, there can't be more to it than that. No, it's over now. It's over. So we'll revisit that every movie and say it's still the same. Nothing has changed, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, I, I, I don't worry about spoiling that because you know that Jason is an element to these films uh, in some way or other. You just don't know. No, how no, yeah, exactly. I'm so excited to see how all
1: the puzzle pieces fit together in a seamless and fully thought out beforehand kind of way.
0: Well, speaking of a seamless and fully thought out beforehand kind of way. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot right now and go, you have to make a sequel to this movie. What do you do?
1: Oh God. Uh, <laughs> clearly it's clearly it's uh, it's four years later and, uh, and then they reopen the camp and it's a whole new crop of, of, of campers and, uh, now it's Jason in a hockey mask. No, that's only because I know what it's right. But you can't say that.
0: What would you actually do?
1: What would I actually do? Oh God! I think they. I think they would dredge the lake, mm-hmm. right? I, I think finally they're like, like I think Alice is like, look, we have to give uh, Jason a proper burial because they left them in the lake. So they're going to dredge the lake. They pull. They actually find the body uh, in, in the in the lake, and they give it a burial. But then the body rises out of the grave and starts murdering camp counselors
0: okay all right i let's, can't let's, wait to see that movie next time
1: <laughs> we'll see what happens all right all right well we'll be back uh for for another episode of nature trail to hell for friday the 13th part two part two
0: i cannot wait to hear your response to this it's gonna oh, be a boy. really good one. Oh boy can't wait wait what do we what, we don't we didn't come up with a call sign or anything what do we say at the end Keep oh, God. Okay. like <laughs> is there something that is there like a line from the moment well, we have movie nature they...
1: trail to hell turns out, it's like until oh. next time stay on that trail to hell <laughs>
0: <laughs> stay on the trail to hell is not bad uh jo-
1: thank th- 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 thank you as always always for joining us on our trail to hell uh or <laughs> until next week go to hell <laughs>
0: that's that's too much we can't
1: say that of course we can of course we can we can do anything yeah. we can do anything Let, let's, let's see if we can say it together
0: okay oh All right. well, probably not no. because of delays but we can we can try i mean we can you can always edit it so it's, we say it together
1: say, well, okay so until next time i'm stefan
0: i'm jordan go, go to, to hell. hell see we nailed it first time nailed it professionals